Warning, this podcast may contain bad language, social models, lots of other models, religious models, catwalk models that some listeners may find offensive. Also, we're on live on Twitch today. Hello. Yes, hello to everyone who is on Twitch. Just a bit of reference when uh, we were talking before about the model's disability, you made the same joke about like fashion models. And you referenced two models are probably in their mid to late 40s now. Was it like Kate Moss? I didn't say that on this podcast. No, but this was earlier off podcast. You're just taking a conversation that we had earlier on and pretending like everyone knows about it. I'm just saying that you you referenced fashion models from... I said catwalk models. Yeah. They could have been hand models that hand walked down the catwalk. (laughs) It could have been. Let's leave. Let's get on with it, shall we? Welcome to Seesaw Podcast. With your hosts, T, Cleves, and Selena. Every week, bringing some much needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Seesaw Podcast, the show that is the wonky stream of podcasts. This week, we have no guests, but we are going to be doing a topic which we probably should have done two and a half maybe more years ago because every podcast has done this i'd just like to point out for the zoom twitch people that i've already booked up by like pouring way too much wine into my wine glass and spilling it so the faux pas they they can't be ignored anymore no keep forgetting (laughs) so before we jump into doing some models of disability and why cleve's obsessed over the fact that he spilled red wine on himself i'm literally mopping up with my jeans so let's do the Standard check-in, uh, what's going on? And we'll start with Selena. As ever. <laughs> <laughs> I do you know what? I feel like I had news before when I was thinking about this and you were going to ask this question. Now I don't know what it was. Is it football related? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> well, how, how has football been going? Anyway, you've got uh, training coming up soon, haven't you? Yes, I'm off to Tenerife on Sunday for what? warm weather training. Nice. Well, it's not going to be a holiday, though, so... Sounds like one. I know what I've been doing. I've been being really independent. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that, or is this personal? <laughs> so Santi's in Australia at the moment for work, so I'm, like, home alone. And I've been I've been cooking for myself like gusto recipes, like actually doing them myself, which normally he does all the cooking. And it's been going all right actually. At any point have you had to use a ring pull opener? No, actually not not had any tins, unfortunately. Yeah. So like pre measured out and stuff and oh, yeah, yeah. It's quite how good. independent of you, Selena? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Using that all pre measured out stuff and banging it in a pan. <laughs> I, I yeah. just want to say that we're not sponsored by Gusto at all. But they got a bit of fl- free publicity there from Selena about how easy it is for a blind person to use. Yeah, that's good. It is though. They are actually you can know you can read all the recipes on your phone, it's accessible, the app. And yeah, as I said, I've been picking the ten minute meals and the quick and easy ones. I mean, they're not looking very pretty when I do them, I'm sure, but I, they taste yeah. alright. But Cleves, what about yourself? Well, the weekend just gone, I went to the Look Volunteer Mentor Training in Birmingham. I so want to hear about all this. You're going to get some of it. Some of of it has led to me wanting to do this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I have nothing bad to say about Look. 
all of their staff, all of their volunteers were amazing. The actual course itself was amazing. It's been a long time since I've been around copious amounts of blind people. Copious? That's a strong one. A plethora of blind people then, whatever you want to. It was like 30, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was quite a lot this time. And you just forget certain, shall we say, tropes that people have sometimes. (laughs) So that was was somewhat of a wake-up call to me. Hey, how things with you? Yeah, not too bad. I will be on look training later this month. Oh, another thing as well. Putting them on especially on. Grant from VI Baseball, also going on the same one as T. And apparently Ah. he heard about look through us. Yes. Ah! Yeah. Score, score one for look. Score one for us. Yeah. Well, yeah, us. Yeah, great, great. You <laughs> <laughs> said still mopping up wine off the table. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Here is why we're today doing the social and medical model of disability at the aforementioned look training. There was a section on both the social and the medical model of disability. Now, the social model was explained quite favourably with a video Mm -hmm. from Scope. The medical model, I felt, was explained quite negatively with a quote from Disability History Month, wherever that had come from. At the time, we were all sat in a sort of semicircle and they wanted to get people's views on it. And I'll tell you right now, I was ready to fucking kick in. Like, I was was sat there thinking, I'm going to fucking have you on all of this. And (laughs) I decided instead that I would let a couple of other people go first, articulate my thoughts in my head, and then go for it. And then people were just so nice about the social model that I just thought, I can't tear these people down. Oh, you didn't do it. I th- it, was quite, it was a moment of personal growth for me. I'd, I, I realised something hit me, and I was sat there really tense. I had my arms folded. I was like, shit, my body language is, is like visibly angry here. <laughs> And like I don't know why something clicked in my head that I, I was doing it, and I was like, "Do you know what? I'm going to leave it. I'm not going to go in on this now. I'm going to hold back, just let everyone have a nice time. Then I will message you guys and see if we we'll do it on the podcast." <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to have a mass debate, right? Well, pretty. <laughs> oh yeah, great. I love that theme, Junior. Yeah, let's put it in right now. Welcome to Seesaw Mass Debates. Hard topics coming in your ears right now. So, I have done some research on this. I found that there's loads of models of disability. I want to do the social model first. Okay, we'll do the social model first. Yeah, boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see you. You're agitated. There. Stamping at the bit, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, Cleves, do you want to give a rundown of the social model? I'm reading this off the Sense website. This is where I've got my definition of it. What is the social model of disability? The social model of disability is the understanding that disability is something that is created by society. This is because disability disabled people face barriers that stop them from taking part in society in the same way that non-disabled people do. For example, there's physical barriers, such as that maybe there's steps and 
Uh, there's no wheelchair ramp. So a person with a wheelchair can't get up the steps. Therefore, they're being made disabled by society because society has said that you know the majority of people can walk up steps. Therefore, we're not accommodating people that can't. There are also social barriers or attitudinal barriers, like stereotypical beliefs that oh that non-disabled people have about disabled people, assuming that, disab- that a disabled person can't do something. And that's, this creates a barrier for a person. According to the social model of disability, it's these barriers that make a person disabled. So effectively, they're saying it's, it's nothing that's medically wrong with you. It's the way that society has been built and operates that just can't accommodate someone with different needs. And that's why you're disabled. Now, do you want me to just quickly do the medical model as well so we know what we're debating? Sure. This one came from Devonshire County Council. (laughs) Weird that this turns up at the top of Google when I Googled the medical model. The medical model of disability is a model by which illness or disability is the result of physical conditions. And this is intrinsic to the individual or part of the individual's own body. So it may reduce the individual's quality of life and causes clear disadvantages to the individual. So it's saying that the disability itself or the fact that you have a medical condition is the thing that limits you in society rather than society limiting you. Uh, under the, this model of disability, the focus is on the impairment and how this excludes them from the mainstream society. So how this makes you not be able to function in society as opposed to society being made so that you can't function in it. Uh, one thing I found as well, the medical model, the approach of it is very much that disability is something to be cured. Yes. yes. So those are the two models. Let's start with the social side of things. I can see that you're burning to, to, to go here, Cleve. So steam coming out of his ears. If anyone from Look is listening, I actually wrote this in my feedback that I didn't think that the two models were explained balanced. I felt like more weight was given to the social model to being the more accepted model than the medical model. And I felt they should they should have been explained in a more balanced way, whereas I felt the social model was explained favorably as opposed to the medical model that was explained unfavorably. They were both explained correctly, but I felt that they had different connotations in the way that they were being explained. Now, I already mentioned that the social model had had been according to sense, created by people with a disability. Now, I think that the social model is absolutely true in the sense that society has created its own society, largely geared towards people without a disability. But they're the majority, right? So can you really blame them, for one? And secondly, why are people getting really pissed off? Because most people are happy. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I think it's a good thing that it is made by disabled people. The model, that is. Yeah, yeah the model. But I think that's also a double-edged sword because anything that's created by a community is sort of, they hold it in high esteem, which I think why usually the social model is is put in a very positive light. And the social model is very paragoned as like, this is a really good thing and this is awesome and this is what we should all believe. And then the medical model is like, ooh. I think my main issue is how people hold it in such high esteem firstly Mm -hmm. when it has so many flaws to it we're only just getting really good at like equality now 
in the last 10 years. Yeah, I'm sorry that, you know, cavemen have had to build a fucking society from scratch and they haven't taken disabled people into account. My apologies <laughs> for that yeah. on behalf of abled people and I'm not one of them. I think the problem with it is it's like trying to put blame on people who had the best intentions of just trying to get on with life. But where does the blame fall? It's like, oh, society's to blame, but it's no real direction on that. And the social model takes all responsibility off the disabled person. And I think that's really dangerous. And that's why a lot of disabled people like the social model. It's society's the problem. You're fine. The society's not good enough for you. And I think you've got to meet halfway. Well, I actually watched an interesting documentary called Silenced on BBC iPlayer recently. Before you mentioned that you wanted to talk about this topic, even though I've been wanting to talk about this topic for months, can I just add? I've wanted to do this you on can, the podcast. But I could it. Ah, not on Tweet, you won't. <laughs> True. <laughs> this is your time to shine, Selena. Now. Actually, Silence was a really interesting documentary. It was a bit like the history of disability, if you like. It, it touched on how originally disabled people were, were hidden away. So they, they weren't included in society like at all. Mm. So then that they they started to appear they started to realize that this isn't right this shouldn't be the way so they started to speak out and speak up and i think this is where the the, the social model of disability kind of stemmed from i remember a bit in the documentary is about lots of wheelchair users demanding that they wanted to get on a bus because i assume there was no ramps on these buses back in the day so i think the roots of the social model were well-meaning for those basic rights and in- integration and inclusion, I totally agree with. However, the way that it is now perceived by disabled people, I kind of agree with you guys. It's, yeah, we take no responsibility. Society is awful and they, they're the problem, not us. I'm glad you said that because, again, I agree with the social model in the sense that what it says is correct and it's coming from a good place. Yeah. Blame. You mentioned it, T. This is what fucked me off at the time. There was a lot of people that say, you know, it's society's problem. It's not mine. Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It kind of is society's problem a little bit, but you need to meet them halfway. How about you make some changes to your lifestyle? They make some changes to their lifestyle. And maybe we can meet a happy little compromise in the middle. And that blends the fact that the medical model says that there is something wrong with you. Do you know what? Right, I hold my hands up. But you know what else I thought while sitting there in that room? The medical model says that something is wrong with you. If you don't believe in that model, I bet I could ask the question if someone got cured here, no no holds barred, nothing nothing was at stake, nothing happened if you chose not to, would you take a cure for your eyesight? I bet most of that room would have said yes. And you know what that mm. is? Fucking medical model. Yeah, I I think especially with the negativity towards the med- medical model, is it outdated? Yes. Mm. It, I think it is outdated. But it still has some valid points. We're it's not less snowflakey. About, I mean, we're not talking about personal perceptions. I know that some people won't see themselves as being disabled. But I, I get that. Like your personal perception of your disability is absolutely fine. But we can't shrug off the fact that you do have more challenges and life is harder for you because you have a disability, which if you didn't have, you wouldn't have those hurdles. So the medical model, although it's a bit blunt, it's a bit of a sledgehammer approach, it is true 
to an extent. I don't believe in the whole, like, it's something that has to be cured. There's a lot of people with disabilities who live very fulfilled lives. And as you said, they could even, like, okay, a lot of people might have taken that cure, but there will be people who say, no, fine. Like, th- there's no problem with that. I mean, th- that's that's the thing with the medical model, like, it, where it does fall down a little bit because it's like, this is a, it's very clinical. It's very much, this has to be fixed. We need to fix this. And there's some people who don't want that. So it's very stubborn. It's very one-dimensional in its approach, which I think does make it outdated. But then with the social model, you're right. People have to meet halfway on it. Like society can only do so much. If you're not going to meet halfway with things, then I'm sorry, but that's not going to help. Some of the things I've written down here is, does modern society open up disabled people for bitching about their fucking lives and the social model basically encourages that because they can say it's everyone else's problem and not mine so they you know they can get on x they can get on facebook and moan about their lives i i think because the social model does place all the responsibility with society without having that that balance and it, it does sort of absolve a lot of disabled people i think that is where there's i do see it on on social media where people will quote the social model and they'll rant about something. And I, I think that's quite dangerous when this is being used in those contexts. Because when you look deeper into what they're complaining about, you think, well, you've just been really stubborn. And before even having a conversation with someone, you've kicked off. Like you've been you've been refused access with your guide dog by someone at the, like the front desk or something. And instead of being polite and asking for the manager who may have came down and said, oh, no, no, it will like it's fine it's an assistance dog educates their staff okay it's still not a good like it's not a good experience as a guide dog user and you're still not really pleased with the venue but there are some individuals that won't go down that route and they'll just kick off immediately but there are things that you can do like you can have these conversations and be you know try and build from it and that's the meeting halfway side of things so i think if you take the social model a bit too literally you run the risk of being stubborn. I've written down here, does it give disabled people a pass? And what I mean by that is, following on from the whole modern society, social media, etc., if someone has a bad experience at a restaurant or something like that, uh, where they've you know they're not had their access dog allowed or there's no wheelchair ramps or something like that, it gives them a pass in the sense that other people don't have to try now because one person's done it, they've seen it on social media, fuck it, I'm not trying that. Society's problems, not mine. I'm not going to continue and fight for mm-hmm. disabled rights. Why do I need to? One person's tried it and they're not doing it. It's not my problem. Yeah, it's that herd mentality really, isn't it? And I think there is a lot of that on, on social media. To me, I, I embarrassingly didn't know about the social model and the medical model of disability until I attended the look training last year. I was actually, when they were describing them, I didn't realise that actually I've lived my life I would say to the medical model. I've had over 30 operations to fix my vision, essentially. That's what the goal was. I've perceived myself of, of, of being visually impaired as something that should be fixed and should be cured and something that I've wanted to be fixed. That's how I grew up. What I've also written down here, well, my question basically I've put down here is, is shame a driving force? So by the medical model, Disability, I would argue, makes you unequal to someone that is abled. And that does come with a little bit of shame, or at least it does for me. So I can't, or I'm not able to do the same things that able people would do. But to me, 
that's a lot of what drives me. Like when someone says you can't do this or they can't do that, my instant thought is, well, fuck you, watch me. But I don't think a lot of people are like that now. I think they see someone else not being able to do it. It kind of comes back to social media a lot of the time and they just think, well, it can't be done now. Because someone, like let's say an influencer, has not been able to do it. They then don't have the confidence themselves to go out and try it. Whereas I think via the medical model, and that's what I've grown up with, and being presented with these challenges over and over and over again, I've constantly had to fight. I've constantly had to make the best of situations to the point now where I have this mentality that what people that believe in the social model deem as barriers, I potentially don't deem as barriers. Or I will go out and try to overcome those barriers. Whereas, like I say, if you vehemently believe in the social model, then potentially you're not going to try. I think they call it what? internalizing ableism or something like that i hear people use on social media i feel like which basically quite... it's what you said they they feel like that they can't do it because someone else can't yeah and i think that's largely down to mental conditioning but i think that mental conditioning is brought on by other people's views and having access to so many people's views whereas when i grew up social media was a thing but it wasn't as big as it was now it wasn't as relevant so a lot of the time i didn't have so many other people's views to go off so i had to do things for myself i had to try it out because i didn't really know what it was going to be like until i did it so i think there's actually quite a lot to be said for the medical model and that's why i got annoyed at the time and that's why i'm speaking about it now i feel like i've been quite uh negative towards the social model what i will say is with the social model I think it's a good way to start exacting change within society. People will piss, people will moan, and they'll do it in large scales. They will do it on this herd mentality, as you mentioned. But because people are effectively group-shamed into doing something, I think it does have potentially a positive impact on society. You know, you might get that uh, wheelchair ramp. You might get guide dogs being accessed. And the argument is, obviously, they should be doing it anyway, but... Maybe with so many people believing in the model, it will start to become more of a norm that people will take into account people with disabilities. I think it's it's good for that. I'm not sure how much influence uh, it it does have on wider society. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think any of the models are good. I've looked at a few of the other ones. There's like cultural models and, and all sorts of things. All of them have such glaring issues with them. So I think when it comes down to any of the models, you can't just go, oh, I believe in this model and just ignore all of the flaws that go with it. And unfortunately, when you do have things like the social model, it's like, this is the best we have. Therefore, you must like this model in its entirety. But then you have the psychological model, which acknowledges the social model and the medical model, but also goes into detail about how Disabled people have a responsibility to acknowledge and accept their limitations are also on them and what they perceive as possible. T, can you say that? Yeah. It says sometimes your limitations are a psychological barrier, which is something that you can work on yourself through therapy and reflection exercises, but to blame everything on another person or society or group, it absolves you of all of your responsibility, which is a dangerous thing because you can get this this mentality of, 
oh, woe is me. Like you said, woe is me. I can't do it and no one around me can do it. Therefore, I can't do it. And especially with social media, it's such an echo chamber. You, you see it on, on X all the time where it'd be the same group of people. One person will get angry about something and there's nothing but like comments and likes saying, oh, yeah, this is a, a travesty and, and blah, blah, blah. And then there's no one person who will be like, yeah, but maybe this is another element to it. Why don't you just go out and try it? Why don't you go out and fight for it? it, it it's easier to just be a part of the angry crowd. Is it easier or do they feel like they found their tribe? It's tribalism. Yeah, yeah, it's tribalism, yeah. And that's all over social media. Like in, in every part of social media, there's tribalism. It's nice that they find a community, but I don't think that that community should be bred on negativity or blaming other people. From a personal perspective, I've got to where I've got to today, well, pretty much by blaming myself, that whenever I have an issue, the first thing I look at is what could I have done differently or how could I have affected the outcome, not how other people yeah. would have affected it. I think I've lived my life exactly the same way and everything that I achieved in life has been nothing to do with society. It's been everything to do with myself and what I've done. Do you think that any of these models are character building in any way? I suppose it, it comes down to the individual, doesn't it? If you're you're willing to just accept that, especially with a social model, it's not your fault, therefore you don't have to build character. Therefore you don't have to do anything because that model absolves you of everything. It depends on the person, doesn't it? No, don't live I, your life by a model. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I said, I don't think any of the models are good. Is and, that your final thoughts on it? I yeah. was going to ask what your final thoughts on the on the models are. I, I don't think any of them are good. I think there's merits in a, a fair few of them, but at the same time, just ignoring the negatives of them. And I think that's a big problem, even, even with your look trading. How you said, like the medical model, all very negative. Social model, very, very good. It's like, well, no, you have to look at the, the good and bad of both of these models. And even things like the religious model as well, where, okay, there's bad parts of that that says you're being punished by God or the sins of your family and, and things like that. That's very, but very Conversely, bad. on that model, some of them say that God's giving you this to... To humble you. Yes, yeah, exactly, That was yeah. your, yeah, that was what your, your card that you've basically been dealt in life and that's your challenge and you mm. must accept it. Mm. Yeah. So I think there are good things of that model, but there are also really bad parts of it. But for some reason, the social model has like been nailed down by the disabled community. Maybe it's because they were the ones who were the inception of this. And they've gone, oh, it's very, very good. There's nothing bad about it. It's like, well, we, we don't necessarily need a model. Why can't you just accept that many of these things can be right, but they also have drawbacks? And you know what? Society could be the most accessible place in the world. It still suck being blind. Like, <laughs> not going to get rid of my disability it's still going to be that i'm still going to have to live with it every day and yeah great life's a bit easier but I'd rather not be blind and that that's the medical model coming in and i think there are merits to the medical model in that way i would take a cure for my condition i researched quite a lot on like implants and things that are coming up for your boobs it's time to put my bow on when i'm playing archery <laughs> <laughs> So, Selena, have you, have you got any final thoughts on, on the models? Just uh, I said, I've, I've lived my life by the medical model and the social model. Yeah, I think it came 
like Cleve said, from a good place originally, but it's been it's been twisted now, isn't it? It's been exploited. The fact that people don't seem to see any merits in it as well when it's demonised is very cynical. This documentary I watched actually silenced. Um, so it did touch on the medical model, although it didn't say explicitly. But there was this woman on there who had a condition, basically a condition that can't be cured. But this is probably back in the forties or something, fifties. She was made to be put in this like plaster thing where she had. They were trying to stretch her bones and stretch her arms, and like she was in agony. They were trying to fix her. So I guess it's your battles, isn't it? That was obviously a terrible experience for her, trying to people trying to cure a condition that was incurable. But some conditions can be cured, and yeah. why not? Science is it's an amazing thing. A good example I, I've found as well is cochlear implants are very divisive oh, yeah. within the deaf community, and some people are really happy to take mm-hmm. them up and and really go for it, and they are demonised by other members of the deaf community. Mm-hmm. True. Because they say, "Oh, it's an easy way out. Why would you want to do that? You're part of a great community, and you know, why would you want to be cured?" And it's like well, it's their decision, right? My final thoughts on it is is that I think the social model is good in the sense that people are starting to get behind it, and that will actually drive some change in society, which has been lacking for quite a lot of years. I think people are starting to become more aware of it. They're starting to put ramps in places for disabled people. You know, they're starting to let guide dogs in places that they never used to, with pure lack of knowledge. So it's good in that respect. I think it's bad in the respect that it gives disabled people a pass in some respects and they can just blame their woes on someone else. And the medical model, it's up to you whether you decide, I think, whether you feel you have a disability or not based on the medical model. I personally do. But based on the medical model, it also means that you have the option for a invert commas cure. If you want to take that, that's up to you. Go for Mm. it. They're giving you a choice on that. But what I like about the medical model is, for me, it breeds empowerment and it basically breeds an attitude that you have to stand up for yourself and you have to make your own way in the world and you have to make some effort to crack on and just get shit done. Mm. So if you mix the two, then you've probably got a good outcome. But I don't think any one model is necessarily better than another yeah i just had a thought you know the medical model model is based on the stereotypical view that disabled people can't do anything we rely on that model to get our benefits (laughs) maybe maybe that should be a new initiative if people deny the medical model they don't get any benefits until society has completely changed in their favor i don't think that's going to happen yeah well there we go what do you think listening at home what model do you resonate with? Do you have a preference or are you like us and you think it's a bit of a mix of all of them? They have their pros and their cons. Let us know. The link's coming up. If you join us on Twitch, thank you. Please consider subscribing to us, following us, and we will amend the end credits at some point to put the Twitch in there as well. One final thing as well. Ruth from Look, we said a lot about them this week, is running the London Marathon. Link in the show notes if you want to donate to her doing the marathon. Incredible. So, until next week, say goodbye, Selena. I thought you were going to say keep it balanced. Oh, keep it balanced, I guess. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Seesaw Podcast. Your feedback and comments mean a lot to us, so if you'd like to get in touch, you can do so in the following ways. You can find us on X at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. You can email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. And you can stream with us live every week on Twitch at Seesaw Podcast. Remember to like, rate, review, and share with a friend. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience. I don't know what to do anymore. This shit's got all out of whack. <laughs> yeah, stop the recording first and then stop the stream. This is going to be the best part of like Twitch. If people like do start to tune in eventually, just me like looking at the laptop really closely, like. <laughs> <laughs>